You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today's episode is called How to Write a Magnetic About Me Story. About Me Stories are really powerful and if you want to attract more clients to your business and the right kinds of clients, this is something that's really important for you to create. It's something I include as part of my Passion to Profit course. I ask my students to write a really compelling about me story as a critical piece of their marketing and one of their most important marketing assets. In this episode, I'm going to explain how to write an about me story in a way that attracts the right kinds of clients more easily and with fewer objections to buy. Let's start by talking about, well, what exactly is an about me story and why does it matter? Well, the internet marketing gurus out there have all of these fancy statistics and they say that your about me story is one of the most read pieces and one of the first read pieces of content on your website. It's in the top 10 most popular pages. And if you think about it, people want to get to know who they're potentially going to work with. So it makes sense that after landing on your homepage, they're going to click onto your About Me page and say, well, who is this person and why should I trust them? So what actually is an About Me story? It's not just a list of your qualifications. Sure, that can be impressive, but it really doesn't tell you much about you as a person. Your About Me story is the story that describes your journey from tragedy to triumph to arrive at where you're at today. And just to be clear, that may not be your story, but you might have worked with lots of clients or had lots of personal experience with a particular tragedy to triumph event that caused you to work in the field that you're working in today. So it's a story of your passion for that particular journey or your emotion around it. So the thing is that people buy for emotional reasons and they buy from people that they know, like and trust and admire and where there's resonance. And so your About Me story needs to be an emotive story that captures four important things. Number one, who you are as a person. As a person, it really needs to put your personality on display. Number two, how you relate to your niche. So that's your experience in their words. Number three is your values. It needs to include important information about what matters to you, what your values are, because that's one of the criteria for people building relationships with another person. And it also needs to talk about a fourth thing, the position and value of your business. And in his 2015 book called Dotcom Secrets, the founder of ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson, describes this as this story as an attractive character avatar that is a public persona that people immediately relate to and connect with. Why does that story really matter? Isn't it more about your homepage or your services or your testimonials? Well, not really. The thing is that first impressions count and people may, may look at those other things, but really they're buying you the person and your About Me page is often one of the third, first things that people look at to see if you're somebody that they can connect with. And a well-written story 
achieves the goal of building connection and rapport and trust with the reader. So what goes into an About Me story? Well, there are four things that you need to cover. I've just said that people buy you, not your service or not just your service. Think about it this way. If there were 10 personal trainers in in a room or 10 massage therapists and they all charged the same price and they were all at the same location, which one would you pick? I'm sure you'd pick the one that you like the best, right? So because people are buying you, there are four things that your About Me story must cover in order to build that trust and rapport with the reader. Your story must show the reader, number one, what they have in common with you. And it could be in terms of age, stage of life, the problem that you've been through, your values, your journey and personality, what's important to you, what matters. Number two is how deeply you can show that you understand their day-to-day struggles with the problem. If you're talking generally and at a high level and you can't articulate what it is they're going through, there's not as much trust built. They might not see you as the person who really gets them. Number three, your About Me story must demonstrate that you're a role model for success which gives the reader hope and a sense of what's possible and achievable for them. So if it's been your own journey and your own story, then you are that role model. But if you're somebody that helps people with a problem that you may not have had yourself, your being a role model for success is where you're able to articulate the client's journey and probably also the number of success stories and the types of reviews you're getting are relevant too. And the fourth thing thing that you need to cover in your About Me story is that you have more than just professional expertise. And that's why I said earlier, you know, qualifications are great and a lot of people look at them and say, well, I want someone who has this degree or that thing. But really personal lived experience with an issue and how best to overcome it is really what truly sells something. Somebody that's had experience, either their own or by working with other people. So if you had those four points, what they have in common with you, and you can portray that, how deeply you understand their daily struggles, that you're a role model for success and that you have more than just professional expertise but also personal experience, think about how much trust that would generate in the reader. Think about how much more likely they would be to hit the contact me button. Think about how much more likely they'd be to sign up for your lead magnet or to follow you on social media. It's really important. And so let's now talk about how your About Me story attracts the right clients. I'd like you to reflect on any generic About Me story that you might have read on a website or one that's just full of a list of qualifications. How did you feel when you read that? If you're anything like me, you would have looked at that and thought, oh, God, that's dry and boring. It's this linear account of an academic history. And when you see that, it can cause your readers to skim read at best or totally switch off and click away at worst. The thing is that emotions are what engage people. Storytelling and emotions are what kept people hooked in to continue reading. So if, you are, if you're writing in this dry and linear kind of boring textbook kind of about me page then 
you're not going to get anyone reading it. It's that personal engagement that actually sells. And by telling a heartfelt and emotive story of tragedy to triumph, the reader will see themselves in your words. They'll know that you get how they're feeling. They'll get to know you a bit more personally and to understand your personality and values and the way you approach problems. And so by the end of that relatable story, the reader should be clear about how aligned they are with you and whether you're the right person to help them or not. In other words, your well-written about me story is either going to attract or repel your reader. And that means that you're going to end up with inquiries for people from people who are pre-sold that you might be a good personality and values fit for them. And you won't get many mismatches or tire kickers. It allows people to evaluate and qualify themselves or disqualify themselves. So it's really important. Let's talk about how to write a magnetic about me story. Now, one thing I want to stress here is that I'm talking in this example for the rest of this episode about a story that you write about yourself. If you're writing about a client or a passion area of yours, then you're going to tell that emotive story of why that's important to you and on the roller coasters that you've seen other people experiencing and how frustrated you felt as from the third person, but you also need to talk about their frustrations. So bringing in pieces of case study can be helpful there. But in this example, I'm just going to talk about a story that you write about yourself. And one thing I'll say is that there may be things that you're not comfortable to share and that's okay. Don't write about the things that you're uncomfortable about. This needs to be an authentic story, but you need to be confident in telling it. And so if there are nitty gritty details or specific areas of your story that you don't want to tell, that's okay. Just write about the bits that are important to the reader. Before you write your About Me story, you'll need to do some preparation exercises. If you haven't had a journey yourself that you're going to write about, it might be about freshening up on some case studies of clients you've worked with, some of your coaching logs or something like that. So you might like to think about and write some notes about these things before you start. There are eight things you can think about. Number one, maybe you'd like to write down your best and most likable personal traits. Number two, perhaps you'd like to write down a clear journey that matches the niche that you work with, which could be your story or perhaps someone else's. Thirdly, you might like to write down your strengths and values. So you're starting to build a picture of who you are and what you stand for so you can bring the essence of that into your story. Fourthly, what matters most to you or what's your vision for your work? This is going to get you into that ranty, emotive mood. Number five, what struggles that have you had to achieve the outcome that you wanted or what were your clients' or friends' struggles? Number six, what was the turning point that allowed you to say, hey, I need to do something or for your client that they needed to do something? What was it that tripped them into action? Number seven, how did it feel to make the decision and what was the decision? And number eight, what was success like? How did it feel and what, what were the details of that success? Once you've written some notes about these things, you probably have all of the elements to write a great story about a journey that you or somebody else has had. 
And remember that it needs to be real, emotive and compelling. So I'm going to talk about four steps to getting it right. And I'm going to talk about an example personal story. Now, this is not my story, but it's one that I've made up, written by a fake business person for their own About Me page. The first thing you want to do is start with a defining event. You can draw that reader in with a specific event that triggered a chain reaction of things and led them to realize they needed to get help. So here's an example, and the example I'm using is somebody who's discovered that they have polycystic ovary syndrome and they're having trouble getting pregnant. And you're a coach or, you know, that person is a coach who is working with clients around those things. So here's the defining event. The year I turned 35, I was living the best life. I was traveling extensively for work. I was partying hard, playing golf and tennis. Then I married my best friend and we knew that we wanted to have kids right away. It would be the icing on the cake of our perfect life. But after six months of trying, we were unable to get pregnant. And we went to the doctor and I was diagnosed with polycystic ovarian syndrome or PCOS. I had some niggling thoughts that something might be wrong, but this really was confrontational and suddenly my world collapsed. We were faced with some really hard decisions about what to do. We were facing expensive treatment, a hormonal roller coaster, and no guarantee of success. So notice in that example, I started by outlining a particular age, a particular point in time and how good life was and how this one specific event was so big that it stopped me in my tracks, if I was the author of that. It covered specific events in a timeline to describe the emotions that were felt along the way. If you were writing this about a client, you would write it in the third person as a, an example with a fake name. So this first part, this defining event, helps the reader connect with you as a person on a similar journey or who has helped people like them. And this is where resonance and trust starts between you and the reader. They're going to be asking themselves, is this someone that could relate to me and that I could work with who could really help me? So that's the first part of your about me story. The second part is to define the emotional turmoil. You want to start talking about the pain and the cost of the struggle. This highlights the personal reasons why getting help and seeking a solution are important. And in doing this, you get to share your values and motivators, which might be the same as your clients. So here's the example continuing on from that first piece. We were told by the specialist that if I went ahead with treatment, life was going to change dramatically. I'd probably need to take some time off work with the disruption of the treatment and how I'd be feeling. And that would mean our income would drop. I'd have to deal with uncomfortable side effects of the treatment. It would make me more emotional and it would change my body. My husband and I talked about the consequences. He would have to be the main income earner and on top of that, I'd be relying on him for more emotional support. We had to make a big decision as to whether we really wanted kids badly enough to go through with these massive changes and this uncertainty. Notice in this part of the story, I'm talking about the initial stages of diagnosis and talking about things that the reader with the problem might be going through. And the reader who relates to this would be thinking, yes, this person gets it. I know what that's like. That's how I'm feeling too. 
And so this part helps the reader connect with their version of the problem where they might be weighing up, how big of a problem is this? And is this really something I want to tackle right now? Am I ready to make a decision? And people may not be ready to make a decision, but they may resonate with this piece of the story where you're up to the point of deciding whether to do something or not. And remember that in the house of change, it's that self-awareness, a self-awareness and a vision of a better way of being that causes people to want to take action. That self-awareness of the problem and it being a big enough problem is important. So by really digging into the emotions and the and the problem that you're facing or that you faced or that a client faced, a person gets to weigh up emotionally whether they're really committed to change at this point. So that's the second piece of your About Me story. The third piece is describing the turning point. That is, whenever there's a problem that someone's facing, a big problem, they're going to weigh up the pros and cons of change before deciding what to do, as we heard in that last point. We know that humans are driven to avoid pain. That's the way our brains are wired. So when there are more benefits to change than not, it helps to create the motivation to act and possibly also to seek help. So by describing the decision-making and action, that turning point in detail, what you realised, what was decided and how it felt and what the next steps were and what opened up for you, this really helps your reader to make their own decision and get some ideas on what getting started might look like. And it does another thing too. It gives them permission to ask for help. After all, if a competent role model like you has sought help, then the reader might want to seek help too. They might think, wow, she did it. It's probably what I need to do too. On the other hand, what happens if you were to write about how you did it all yourself? You realised something was wrong and you went off and studied and you did a course and you became a health and wellness coach. It might actually be off-putting for the reader. They might feel that it's too hard or they're not good enough or competent enough to do it themselves and they don't want to do all that study. So this is where a story can diverge and you can lose a bit of trust and momentum with the reader. It's really important that you talk about the decision and the feelings and what the next steps were and focusing on the fact that you needed to get help of some sort. If you can weave in that importance of getting support and the value of it, it could help the reader to find the courage to reach out to you. And that's important from a marketing perspective, not so much for the resonance of the story itself. Here's an example of what this next piece might sound like where we describe the turning point. Being undecided was an excruciating place to be. We needed to make a decision one way or the other and we both felt so much pressure to choose the right option. But we had no idea what it was. We had so many unanswered questions. How would we pay for this treatment? Where were, were we up for this financially and emotionally? Could our marriage handle it? Or could we face a life without kids? What would that look like? As our next specialist appointment drew nearer, we decided to go for it. But we knew it'd be hard on our own and between specialist visits where my husband would be at work and I'd be trying to deal with all of these things and the ups and downs of not knowing. I would need to make sure I was doing everything possible to make my body healthy and better equipped to handle a potential pregnancy. Luckily, my specialist recommended a health coach who specialised in optimising health for women who are trying to fall pregnant or having difficulties with 
trying to fall pregnant. And she was amazing, not just in helping me be consistent with positive habits like eating well and exercising safely, but also with the emotional support I needed. She really helped me to set boundaries at work so I could finish earlier, get more rest, and also accept that I needed to slow down and be calmer. I have achieved so much in so many areas of my life, but without the support of my coach and the community she offered, I would have truly struggled with so many things while we were going through that really difficult time. You notice in this example I'm talking about the fear that that person had, the questions, the process for getting support and how the support benefited. This part helps the reader to understand that yes, help's available and it also describes how that support or that help can help them through this situation. It can help to generate hope and optimism, relief and other positive emotions in the reader if they think that there's something that can make this really difficult time much easier. And by the way, you might notice that we talked about how the health coach helps the person and it's not with advising or prescribing or promising that they'll get pregnant or anything like that. We talked about them helping to maintain healthy habits, deal with stress, stay calm and gain emotional support and access to a community of like-minded people. So we're clearly differentiating where health coaching fits as compared to a specialist. So that's the third part of the story, helping the reader to understand that help's available and what's possible when you get that help and how it works. Finally, there's amplifying the outcome. Change is hard and it's often a struggle. It requires focus, dedication and persistence and for you to set time aside in your busy day and your busy life for a long enough period that something will start to shift and that you can become consistent with it. And a person's only going to go through all of that struggle if there's a reward at the end and if it's the reward that they want. Your ability to articulate that clearly at the end of your About Me story is essential for helping somebody to feel ready, willing and able to change and that you're the right person to help them. If your reasons and benefits are the same as theirs, they'll probably likely reach out to you for help or if you can describe the benefits and outcomes that your clients want. Similarly, people will know that you know what they want. Here's my example for this fake about me story that we're discussing today. Fast forward two years and we have an amazing little girl who's healthy and happy. We managed to fall pregnant on the second round of treatment and my coach was valuable, invaluable for helping me keep my physical and mental health in check through the whole process. As a result, I became motivated to go on to study health and wellness coaching myself because I realized how much support women need during this really difficult time when they're taking a leap of faith. And I wanted to help them to do that with their best foot forward. And you know, even though I'm a qualified coach with a professional certificate of health and wellness coaching now, I still check in with my own coach every two to three months. I'm healthier than I've ever been thanks to her ongoing support. And right now, she's that objective and non-judgmental person who helps me to navigate the challenges and joys of raising a baby while running my business at the same time. She helps me to make better decisions and to be consistent with the habits that keep me healthy and happy. I've been working with my own clients for 12 months now, and I'm so excited to be doing this important work. 
I'm relieved that things worked out and I'm thrilled that things worked out as they did. Finally, we got to have the family we wanted and we're even talking about baby number two. For us, making this decision was the best thing we've ever done. If you're reading this story and you're going through this right now, please take your time to think about all angles of your decision before you make that decision. And if you have taken that deep breath and decided to go for it, please know that there are people who can support you and help you through it, regardless of the outcome. So in that last part, we talked about fast forwarding to the joy and reinforcing the benefits and importance of getting help. This speaks to what's possible and it helps the reader to connect with the desired outcome. It helps them figure out if you're the right person and once again to work out if they're really ready, willing and able to do the work. They're now in a position to assess that for themselves if they really are truly ready and willing. One thing you'll notice is that I didn't have this call me now or contact me for help at the end. You don't need to do that. You don't want to spoil the story with a sales pitch at the end. And some people might do that and think it's okay, but I kind of think it feels a bit yuck. If somebody's on your About Me page and they're reading about you and they've and you've finished with that simple statement, if you've taken a deep breath and decided to go for it, please know that there are people who can support and help you through it regardless of the outcome. That leaves them something to think about. If they're interested, they're going to look further into your website. Maybe you have a link to articles that you've written there at the end to give them some information on certain parts of the process that you went through. But you don't need to tell them to contact you or that you're running a group program or anything. It, it just kind of changes the whole energy. I'm sure you understand that. But that's totally up to you if you want to add something like that in, the, in there at the end. So just to wrap up what we talked about today, we discussed what an about story is, why it matters, and the four things it must cover. And please know that if you get it right, you're going to build trust and attract the right clients to your business, and they will be pre-sold that you're the right person to help them. There are four parts of a magnetic about me story, a defining event, a defining of the emotional turmoil, describing the turning point and amplifying the outcome. Now, if you need help to write an about me story, book a good fit call to see if I can help you. My books are closed to personal clients until July 22, but I am taking inquiries and I also have space in my June Passion to Profit program if you need help to build the foundations of your business, including your about me story and your attractive character avatar. You can cl click the link in the show notes to learn more about the program. And with that, thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.